You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Pole City Elves, those in Santa's Village in the Lower 48 and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of April 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of April 17th, 2023, your sponsor will be You'll Love It at 117 Silver Bell Circle. Whether you want a steaming cup of cocoa or a whole meal, we know you'll love it. Stop by today for a free hot cocoa with any order. That's you'll love it on Silver Bell Circle. Update from Santa's Village. Santa has canceled this week's workout schedule for the reindeer team due to their long flights this past week while they were out traveling to Easter Island and some other locations that they flew during Santa's trip. They all did quite well, but they could use some rest, he said when he returned. They all deserve some extra carrots and some extra sleep this week. Santa is known to be a very aggressive flyer and does push the reindeer team when they are out traveling. This is why they are exercised every other day and on a very special diet to keep them fit and ready to go at a moment's notice. From the Department of Elfland Security, Edward Hinkelmeyer has issued a notice that there will be a training and apprentice seminar sometime in September for anyone wishing to become a full-fledged craftsman elf in Santa's workshop. There have been over 1,000 applicants so far this year who have applied for retirement and will be ending their service at the end of this season. This large number of retirements can happen once every hundred years or so, and Edward believes that by bringing in the newer applicants to work with the current craftsmen before they leave, this will create a much easier transition period. The division of WWWPR will be working with Mrs. Claus this week to create a new webpage connected to her site that will cover the history and etiquette of teas. Friday is International Tea Day, and they hope to have the page completed and posted by then. Be sure to check out TAOLF.com website for more information. In North Pole City weather this week, the North Pole weather will be between minus 13 and minus 22. There will also be snow in the forecast on Wednesday. There is a 60% chance of snow on Wednesday with the accumulation being a very small amount, only about a half an inch. But any snow is amazing here at the North Pole. Right, Walter? Absolutely. Yeah. So the rest of the week will be a mix of sun and clouds, though. So get outside and enjoy. WELFMPC has invited all the columnists from the Peppermint Post over to the studio on Tuesday for a meet and greet and luncheon for Newspaper Columnist Day. This is a fun event that we have every year and we look forward to spending some time with those who write our copy each week. Lunch will begin at noon. Before we cover this weekend elf history, let's take a quick music break.
For this week in Elf History, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Becky, please take it away. Thanks, Walter. This week, we're going to be talking about the first official National League Baseball game. On April 22nd of 1876, the first official National League Baseball game was played. The Boston Red Caps beat the Philadelphia Athletics 6-5. The game lasted 2 hours and 15 minutes and was played in Philadelphia. 100 years after the country was born in the same very place. The game was played under favorable weather conditions before 3,000 fans at the athletics grounds at the 25th and Jefferson Streets. A Philadelphia Inquirer reporter reported, The athletics should have won the game, but their fielding was poor. In September of 1845, a group of New York City men founded the New York Knickerbocker Baseball Club. One of them, a volunteer firefighter and bank clerk, Alexander Joy Cartwright, would codify a new set of rules that would form the basis for modern baseball, calling for a diamond-shaped infield, foul lines, and a three-strike rule. He also abolished the dangerous practice of tagging runners by throwing balls at them. Cartwright's changes made the pastime faster-paced and more challenging as well. Well, April 22nd of 1876 was the first official National League game, the teams were not the first professional baseball team. The first pro team was the 1869 Cincinnati Red Stockings. The National League was also not the first major professional baseball league. The first league was the National Association of Professional Baseball Players, which formed in 1871. The National Association was loosely configured and had no central leadership or authority to govern its teams. Therefore, corruption, gambling, and drunkenness, among other malpractices, became commonplace. This allowed William Hubert, an Illinois businessman and owner of the Chicago White Stockings, to emerge as the founder of a much more stable National League. Hubert took the six strongest clubs from the National Association, the Boston Red Stockings, which became the Red Caps, the Philadelphia Athletics, Hartford Dark Blues, St. Louis Brown Stockings, Chicago White Stockings, and New York Mutuals. And then they added two new clubs, the Louisville Grays and the Cincinnati Reds, to form the National League. Hubert put the new rules in place that gave the league a better chance of success, more so than their predecessor. It was an invite-only league, and teams had to pay a substantial set of league dues and were subject to league discipline for misbehavior. In 1876, the pitching mound was 45 feet from the home plate. Today, it's 60 feet 6 inches. Pitches were supposed to be delivered underhanded, but pitchers violated that rule quite a lot, said John Thornton, the Major League Baseball's official historian. And nine errant balls would walk a batter instead of the four that we have in the modern game. Before an at-bat, a batter could specify a high strike zone, waist to shoulders, or a low one, waist to shin. In the first game, Boston scored the new league's first run in the second inning. This was done by George Wright. They then also took a two-run lead in the bottom of the ninth, following hits by Murnane, Schaefer, and Manning. 
but the athletic club wasn't defeated yet. Long Knight doubled, stole third, and scored on forces out. Then, Parks couldn't handle David Egler's difficult chance, putting the tying run on second. Fissler hit a foul ball that McGinley, playing with only one eye, was able to catch. Down to one last out, the Athletics got a reprieve when Boston third baseman Schaefer muffled Myler's grounder. That brought up Sutton, who managed only a feeble hit back to the pitcher, who retired him at first. The Bostons were then the 6-5 winners in the very first of many games to come that continue to this day. What do you think, Walter? Do you think that we should um, start like a baseball league here in the North Pole? I don't know. Maybe they are looking for another league. So. I know. I think that we Maybe. should do baseball. Well, now that we have the new stadium with the roof over it. Yeah. That's why we didn't do it before, because you never know if it's going to snowstorm or whatever. Yeah, we get a lot of snow here, usually. Yeah. <laughs> Not this year. Yeah. All right, well, back to you, Walter. All right, well, thank you very much. Before we continue on with the news, let's have another quick music break. Offices of the North Pole City Commerce will be closed this week since the executive board will be out and about all week strolling up and down the streets of North Pole City to stop by and check out some of the members' establishments and try to recruit more members. With over 5,000 members in the association, this is still close to only a fourth of the businesses within North Pole City. The goal of the association is to try to gain 1,000 new members this fiscal year. Today is National Kickball Day and the North Pole City Sports League 
will be holding intramural type games in their large arena center all week long for anyone who would like to come out and join in one of the several pickup games. All of the games will be based on the first to 10 wins, so there will be several games going on all week, just for fun. There will be sandwiches and beverages available for all participants as well. In community events this week, we start with Cheese Ball Day on Monday the 17th. Celebrate with Mrs. Claus's Kitchen as they share mini cheese ball appetizer buffet with various cheese ball types for you to try out. Then on Tuesday the 18th, we celebrate International Juggling Day. The Elf Juggler Association will be having demonstrations and juggling lessons all day at the North Pole City Hotel. On Thursday the 19th, it looks like we're going to have Look-Alike Day and High Find Day. We encourage all elves to find someone to dress like and celebrate. And don't forget to give everyone you see a high five as well. Friday the 21st is Chocolate-Covered Cashew Day and Tea Day. There will be a stand in City Center with chocolate-covered cashews for passers-by, provided by Santa himself. He picked them up from Easter Bunny on his trip to Easter Island. Mrs. Claus will be holding a high tea, and reservations are due by Tuesday. Then on Saturday, it's Earth Day. Be sure to do something kind for our Earth. On Sunday, it's Movie Theater Day and Talk Like Shakespeare Day. The movie theater will be showing all movies based on Shakespearean plays. Get a free ticket if you talk with a Shakespearean dialect when you come to the ticket window. WELF NPC would like to wish a very happy 800th birthday to Alan Cinnamon Twinklestein of Santa's Workshop. Alan has been in charge of painting the eyes and eyelashes on the dolls for the last 300 years. Before that, he used to sculpt toy wagons. We wish him many more happy years. This is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and Becky Marshmallow Livingstone with the reminder, life is like a teacup to be filled to the brim and enjoy with friends. Have a good evening and be sure to tune in next week for another WELF MPC North Pole Radio News Update.